Welcome to the Rich Relationship Podcast with Gil and Renee, where amazing things happen. Our goal is to help build, repair, and restore healthy relationships. Hey, I'm Renee. And I'm Gil from the Rich Relationship Refuge. And today we are going to have a really good time. We're just going to have a conversation about all the noise and all the things that are going on. We did an episode a long time ago about hope versus expectation, but I was telling you this episode is going to really be more about the ideas we have about marriage when we're a little girl or a little boy and what we need to adjust it to become when we get married when we're older. Okay. And so I think it's important that we kind of, we did a video and we just want to first of all just say, Rich Relationship Refuge, you guys are the best community on the planet. We love serving you. We love interacting with you and talking to you and getting your feedback. We have reached um, 67,000 views and we reached 1,450 subscribers. So we just want to say thank you and we love you. We are so grateful to serve you. Um, we have a free gift we're going to give to our 1,400 subscriber and her name is um, The Spiritual Influencer. So inbox us, Spiritual Influencer. We love you. Thank you for being our 1,400 subscriber. So now let's get into the, to the, to the content. Let's get into the episode. Go ahead. Yeah, so yeah. She said, we got to talk about this. We got yeah. the conversations after we deal with or uh, work with couples. And this one kind of catapulted or started out from that conversation that we were coming back. And, and that's when we started thinking about and praying for and talking about the couples and things that we've seen and things that we share with them and things that we don't share with them. And yeah. that, a lot of times that will lead to things that we want to bring to you guys to talk about in the context of relationships. And this one, this hope and expectations is something that we've seen and heard and talked about. And it, then it just happens to correspond or coincide with what's going on in society now as a whole. So that's what kind of the, the gear that we want to come from to talk about this, so. Yeah, and the, what's going on in society is everyone is basically talking about would a woman date a bus driver? Ain't going on right now about uh, women being asked would they date a bus driver. It was a big interview and there was a big controversy about it. Well, one thing's about us, and maybe it's our age, maybe it's because we are, we're, we're, we are um, in a different stage in life. I believe that the issue is not so much would you would you would you or would you not date a bus driver i think the real issue is not about the person's job i think the issue is that a lot of people now are getting married a lot older they've already established their careers and they're pursuing their careers and so they're getting married older so if you have an idea of marriage from when you were Let's say eleven. Let's call that an expectation. Yes. Okay, if you go have ahead. this idea of this image in your mind of oh I just want to grow up and get married. And you have that when you're eleven. And let's just say you get married at eighteen. Like we, we got married when we were twenty one. Mm -hmm. And so my idea and my expect my idea, my image of marriage and my experience for marriage and my demand or requirements for marriage are going to kind of align because I'm getting married close to the age when I came up with this idea. And I think about it from this context. We we said it was kind of about hope and expectations. When you said about my idea, let's call that a hope. Yeah. <clears throat> Just for the context of this conversation in this episode. So it's a hope, which is nothing more than a desire and your positive emotions about how something you perceive to happen, how you hope for something to happen right. versus the expectation of if someone is older and more seasoned in their life and they're and they have an idea of how it should go, you know, there's that's where that difference come in, where your desire for something to happen, that's hope. 
your idea of how something should go, that's an expectation. And there's a big difference because it can be unrealistic. Yes. And how you actually expect someone to behave or to act or to or, do. Or a career choice or where they are in their life. Right. Because that kind of goes against what you had hoped for. And you turn that hope into an expectation. Or we turn our hope into a requirement. Right. And mm-hmm. I think that's the problem. And so uh, if I got married at uh, 21 and someone else gets married at 30, I think the problem is that people are coming to marriage at 30 with the idea that they created when they were 11. Mm-hmm. And so I think that it's not about what job when they were someone at 20, has. You said 11. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. they, they, they had their idea about marriage when they were 11. Okay. Okay. But then they get married when they're 30. Okay. So there's a big gap oh, yeah. between 11 and 30 True. versus between 11 and 21. Right. So I think that the further you are away from the image that you had of marriage, when you get married, you're going to have to readjust your standard, and it's not about lowering your standards because that was the big debate. Okay. Well, why should we have to lower our standards? No one is saying that we have to lower our standards, that a right. man has to lower his standard or a woman has to lower a standard. I'm saying that I think that we need to readjust our image of what marriage should be sure. based on our stage in life. And so we go through and we make everything a debate mm-hmm. and you want to argue about everything when really, if we just took the time to say, well, what is it about? This, um, what, why does it bother me so much that someone's career is not what my career is? Why does it bother me so much that this person is different? And so I think that if we analyze and take that long journey inward and say, maybe I need to realign my expectation to my stage in life, I think that that would really make it more about us and it makes us more open to um, seeing people through a different light. Mm-hmm. Than the way we see it, because I think about I married you. You were an airman. I was a hairstylist. Right. I made a whole lot more money than you did. Right. But I met you at 14. Right. And so, yeah, that's the ideal. But the real the reality of it is most people now are meeting at a later age or a later or age. They're meeting and when they're later. And so then now you have to realize that change your idea of it from when you were 11 and come up with a new idea of it based on where you are in your life right now. I think about the expectation side of it's not bad in a relationship because expectations can be positive and negative. I put more expectations on myself, exactly, especially when it comes to my career and my career aspirations and goals than I would on you for I want you to have this product line and have these multiple salons and all those things just like we were talking about versus well, let me focus on my career. Exactly. Let me put an expectation on me and what I want to achieve in order to bring something to the table that I can offer you as a part of me as a package deal and say, you know what? I don't need you to put an expectation on me. I've already put higher expectations on myself and the things that I want to achieve from a career aspiration uh, perspective than you could ever do. Yeah. So if I come and I bring that to the table, if anything, you're going to be like, wow. This guy is already he's a total package. He's already focused on his career goals. I don't have to tell him, well, go get a job or stop playing video games and work on furthering your career or your skill set or whatever that may be. That means I have already put that requirement or that expectation on me to achieve a certain level yeah. to where what I do as a vocation, i.e. bus driver, if I'm a bus driver and I got a 401k plan with a whole lot of money in it, does that really matter? Exactly. Well, I think she's really talking about is security. 
Right. Security from a woman's perspective is I need to know that you can take care of me. If you can't take care of me, not necessarily all of my wants and and dreams for all this maybe materialistic stuff, but just my livelihood and my well-being, then that's what I'm really saying. Because it has really nothing to do with your vocation. That means I got a job. You may not have this 4,000 square foot house and this luxury car or luxury clothes or all those things. But if you care about me as a man and as the guy who's providing and taking care of you, I don't think that really, really would matter. I mean, you you women can you can tell me if I'm wrong. If a guy is actually taking care of you in a way that is providing for you in a manner that is satisfactory to you. What really, what does it matter what his job is? And it's not just taking care of you financially. Right. It's taking care of you emotionally. It's taking care of you spiritually. It's taking care of you physically because it's not, a person is more than just their vocation or their career. And so I think it's important that we understand as women that sometimes we can lead with our requirement versus leading with what our need is. Because I think if we lead with, you know, I just really need someone who is going to have their own identity and know who they are. And, and I need someone who who loves God. I need someone who's going to love me versus telling someone what they're not doing. I think that we need to lead with what we need versus lead with our, um, our, our even our hope or expectation, because it, it gives it's a totally different tone. When we lead with from a from a place of compassion, from a place of empathy versus leading from a place of demand. Sure, because you'll know you're maybe putting some unrealistic expectations on your relationship if it starts a whole lot of conflict. If you're constantly in conflict about what's going on with you and your job or what's going on with you and your family, what's going on with you because you had this goal or this hope of how things were going to be when you got with this person. Then all of a sudden you're always in conflict and that conflict is going to lead to resentment. So if you have conflict and you have resentment in your relationship, that should be an indicator or a warning sign that maybe I'm putting some unrealistic expectations on the relationship as a whole. If I do that and I see the conflict and the resentment happening at a continuous ongoing cycle. Correct then I may need to look inwardly, like you just mentioned, into me and say, okay, what is going on with me that I'm always in conflict with this person that I say I care about and that I love, but we always seem to be at each other or always arguing or always resenting something about the relationship. Because I think a big part of like when we first got married, I felt like, I think that sometimes women can be more aware of who they are. Mm -hmm. And because you're more aware of who you are, you gift project. Right. Then you start trying to make the other person become aware of who they are. It's not my role to make Gil become aware of who he is. It's my role for me to know who I am. And as I'm knowing who I am, I'm helping. We're helping each other to, to get better. Sure. Cause I think that it's not for me to keep saying, well, you need to do this and you need to change and you need to, you know, you need to, you can, I can encourage you without putting um, unnecessary pressure on you because I feel like men, especially our black men, they go through so much at work. They go through so much in society. Home should be a safe place for them. Should be a refuge. Yes. Ah. <laughs> and so I think that we need to become more aware of learning that sometimes the problem is not the other person. If we keep finding ourselves in relationships where we're constantly exiting, then maybe we need to look at ourselves and say, what's going on in my heart? Sure. You know, 
<clears throat> maybe it's not all the guys I've dated. Maybe it's not all the females I've dated. Maybe it's really me. Right. And I can say for in the context of what we're talking about in this episode of the Rich Relationship Refuge, and we're talking about hope and expectations. And thank you guys for, for joining us. I want to take it to the point of giving people some solutions, yes. because if you find that you're <clears throat> in this season of uh, discontentment in the relationship, these are some of the things that you can look at that we've noticed over yes. the past 18 years of working with couples that that may be something that you can look at when it comes to your relationship. I would say start out be, with being realistic about the relationship. Be realistic because they say the most deceptive time in dating in, in the relationship is when you first started dating. Yeah. When you first start dating, you're just putting forth your best everything. You're representing everything from what you're wearing all the way down to how you smell and how you're representing yourself. That is, I would say, a facade or can be a facade. Yes. It can be not the best representation of you. It can't be realistic because you can't be your best at every moment of every day with this person yeah. because they're going to not see you at your best. Right. So you have to be realistic about the relationship, the good and the bad. I'm not saying on your first date, you tell them about all your childhood of origin issues. No. But I'm saying be That's realistic about <laughs> but be realistic about how and what you expect and where this relationship is going. Starting out with asking yourself the question, why am I dating this person? Right. What is it that I seen in this person that made me say, Yeah, I'll go out with you. Yeah. And get to know you. I want to get to know you. Yes. Why? So be realistic about it. And another thing is to really know what you want and what you need. There is never a need for you to be aggressive. You should always only be assertive. And assertive is I have taken the time to know what I like, what I don't like, what I need, um, what I'm okay with doing myself. And so that when you get into a relationship with someone else or when you're even when you're in a relationship, that you can kind of really be clear on what you need. You can communicate what you need with clarity and it's direct and there's no expecting the other person to read your mind. Right. And then the last one that we give you three days. So that was two. Yeah. The third one is you got to be willing to compromise. I thought about it from as a, as an individual, I've always been one that's easy to compromise. I feel like, eh, I just go along with it, you know, but that's not a, a bad thing when it came to our relationship, because you're not going to always get your way. You're not going to always get everything that you want out of the relationship. So therefore you have to be willing to say, you know what? I'm willing to give a little to get a little, yes. you know, does it really, really matter in the big scheme of things? If we go to a versus B, or if we do this activity versus that activity, does it really matter when the whole goal is for you to be building your relationship together? Yes. And if you don't think about, if you don't think you are ever going to compromise in your relationship, you're in going to yeah. be in for a And we're awakening. not talking about compromising your values. You're right. We're right. not talking about compromising your character True. or your integrity. We're talking about being flexible about the ideas that we have in our head right. about the way life is going to be. I'm going to do this when I'm 20. I'm going to do this when I'm 30. I'm going to do this when I'm 40. Scratch that mm -hmm. because you never know what God has in store for you. So we have to always say, she who is flexible will never be broken. We have to live life from the perspective of, Always leave room for God to surprise us and do something different. Right. So we gave you three things to talk about when you're thinking about your relationship. And we're going to give you some call to actions because we believe that is very, very important in the relationship that you're actually in and, and that you are pursuing and growing in. So let's talk about this one. Let's talk about your hopes yeah. versus your expectations. Yes. 
Talk about what you hope for and what you desire for when it comes to your relationship, because you don't know your your significant other can't read your mind. They don't know your history. They don't know what you've experienced. They don't know the good and the bad about the relationship. So if you go into it saying, you know what, this is what came up and this is how I see things. This is what I see looking forward towards this relationship. Even if it's at the very beginning of your relationship, you can talk about how you enjoy their company and how you enjoy being around them and how they made you feel. Because that will be the fuel that you're going to need moving forward. And I'm going to give an example of that. Mm-hmm. When Gil and I were dating, we talked about this this morning. We made a commitment to ourselves on Belisle at a pier that we would never let money be more important than our relationship. That's in Detroit. So yes. we're, we're yeah, really in Detroit. Detroit. <clears throat> Detroit, 313 in the house. Um, we made that decision. We said, you know what? We are never going to let money be more important than our relationship. And it's so good we made that decision because like I said, I was a hairstylist and he was an airman. And there came a time when we you know our goal we initially said we're gonna wait till his four years are up and when his four years are up we're gonna get married. Well after he went through basic training and he got to his first assignment, we were miserable little puppies. I mean we were like crying every day and and, and we were like and, and Gil and he called me. I wasn't crying. I was sad, but Tell I wasn't crying. Tell the truth. You know you was crying. Well, maybe a little bit. Yeah. Little bit. And that's what broke my heart. I'm like, this man is crying. <clears throat> so regardless of whatever ideas we had in our mind about, you know, we're going to do it in four years. What if we would have just said, well, no, we said we're not going to get married until four right. years. So we're going to wait to four years. But if he's, he's pouring his heart out to me, yeah, I have a career and I'm making money, but I made a commitment back then that we wouldn't let money be full first. So I said, you know what? You're right. I'm miserable too. You know, I, 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 I just, let's just be together. And you think about it in this day and time, this is way back when before cell phones. We had to write letters. So this is something we had to write it out or even make time to get on the old rotary dial. Or With the, the cord on dial. It. Yeah. So <laughs> what that really meant is something else that you can practice. We set aside time to actually talk about things. Yes. We set aside a specific amount of time and it was, it required a whole lot more planning then than it does today. Now you can just pick up your cell phone and hit your button and that person's on the other end and you can actually physically see them from anywhere in the world, which is amazing. So imagine if you imagine if you didn't have any of that and you had to set aside a time to say, you know what, I need to talk to him or her about this. This is what I'm this is what's going on. This is what I'm thinking about as it pertains to us in a relationship. And I had to be at home. When he called. So you set aside the time. And plus, you had to physically give up something else to be at the place where the call was going to come to. Because when it come, if you miss it. I would be miserable. <laughs> you miss it. You got to wait till the next go round. You yeah. know, whatever that time frame may be. So that one. And then the last one I can say, I think is really, really, really important is be patient and understanding with the relationship. Sometimes you can put too much weight on the relationship at too soon a time in the relationship. And therefore you have these um, unrealistic expectations versus your hopes and your goals about how you want it to be. You can't rush those hopes and dreams and goals and aspirations. But when you have an expectation, you expect to be at a certain point at a certain time that becomes rigid, that becomes very weighty on the relationship. And let me give you an example of what that means. Ladies, let's not give boyfriends husband privileges because for us, when we give someone the privilege of being a husband, then we then have an expectation of them treating us like a wife. 
But guess what? They pr- not Without the it. ring and the commitment, because sex does not make a man commit. Only a man can decide to commit. So we have to make sure that we withhold for our own protection and the own our own hearts that we don't give a privilege to someone that they have not made the commitment to actually receive. So. We hope that actually helps you out with this ep- episode. You know, we talked about hopes and expectations. It, it didn't go like we actually thought it was going to go, but we hope that you got something yes. out of it. You know, you can always reach out to us on the Rich Relationship website, Rich, Rich Relationship Refuge website to reach out to us, to talk to us one-on-one, or even all the resources are out there on the channels and, and even in the podcast. So you actually have access to the things that we talk about. So we just want to take this time to share just a conversation that we were having just around the house. That's why we kind of just sitting here chilling on the couch where we just wanted to tell you these are the things that we think about even as it relates to relationship that helps us to to further our 34 year or 35 years in this December relationship going because these are the things that we did not have. These are the things that nobody shared with us or even maybe nowadays you don't even think about as insignificant but they do matter. And we just wanted to share this with you in this episode. Yes. And we love you all. Remember to, if you're listening on our podcast, please download and share it. If you're watching on YouTube, please like, subscribe, leave a comment and share. And if you have a topic that you want us to talk about, please leave it in the comments and, or send us an email at richrelationshiprefuge.com. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and on Snapchat. We love you guys. Remember we're stronger together. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your investment in time. Remember to subscribe to the show and hit the notification icon to be notified when new episodes are posted on the podcast platform that you're listening from. Or you can always find us on our website at richrelationshipsus.com or our YouTube channel, Rich Relationships with Gil Renee. If you found this podcast helpful or you think it could help someone that you know and care about, please pass it along and share it with them.